the main disconnection that happens even before you start like having problems or your nervous system not being in place is because we're disconnected from nature. Alright, so Canada Talk Show, uh, thank you very much for joining up. Uh, we are here with a very interesting guest, uh, Irina, that's going to speak with us about her experience as a digital nomad and uh, in really specific and special place uh, that I've been there like a few years ago as a child, uh, but not really as a nomad. I'm probably going to get her in sample, Tenerife Island, right, in Spain. Um so yeah, uh, every everyone that is new to the show, uh, obviously, as you know, we are hosting and interviewing digital nomads and people that can actually help us in our journey um, as part of the community. Um, Irina, thank you so much for uh, joining us. Thank you for having me. This is a really special interview already. <laughs> Pleasure. <laughs> All right. So why won't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, uh, I try to be as positive as I can every day. And I think it's really important, like as an attitude, I think it's really important no matter what you decide to do in your life, you know, like having a good, positive, optimistic attitude towards life. Um, I can describe I, I got to say, sorry, I got to say from like three minutes of, of meeting before the interview. I, yeah, it really shows up. You're really optimistic. Really Thanks. fun and really full of spices, as we say. <laughs> but I, yeah. I must, uh, I must add that it's 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 a it's it's work. It's work to maintain this. It's work here, here. It's it's work everywhere. Okay, so it's not like you just wake up in the morning and you you're happy. You decide you want to yeah. be okay. Yeah. So I can I can describe myself maybe like a highly creative person. I know I always been super creative, but um, due to like my work and all these challenges, I kind of learned to develop this analytical skills, which I didn't really have until I don't know, until a few years. So this combination of creativity and uh, practicality in my life, I must say it's love at its finest. It's just the best. And it's, it's helping you everywhere in all aspects because you get like spontaneous, you get creative, but you also like study the risks, the, the, the benefits of a situation, how to solve it, how to be a good moderator. It's, it's great. It's great. Yeah. So that's me in a nutshell. I like talking, but I try not to talk for the sake of talking, actually to transmit something. That that was my ideal purpose, so to say. You know, if I'm speaking something, if I'm uh, taking some uh, photographs of something, if I'm traveling somewhere, I want to transmit something through that experience, through those words, through everything. Right. Uh, wow, that was a great intro, I got to say. <laughs> it's just me um, yes uh, tell us a little bit about work what are you actually doing for work 
Mm, I work uh, I work for a startup in uh, ad tech in uh, programmatic advertising, but I also have like a lot of freelance projects on uh, on this creative side. I do like uh, social media strategy and management. I do branding, uh, photography, um, all, all kinds of stuff, copywriting, creative. and uh, yeah. And I also launched this um, YouTube channel of my own, which I really hope it will inspire people one day. Uh, it's called Absolutely. Real Digital. Yeah, it's called Real Digital Nomad Talks, and it basically targets exactly those um, real, uh, real experiences yep. when experience. you're abroad. Yeah, it's in the real. Yeah, we're gonna put the link to your uh, pro to your YouTube. Uh, in the description as well of course um, so guys follow there is a lot a lot a lot to get from there um how long have you been such a like a digital nomad sorry uh maybe it's like three years now but I always been this person like always moving always trying to mm -hmm. travel and I always knew I was going to be this person one day I have this wish even even you Even before it was um, cool, before it was something. Yeah, But since I was super young, I was moving a lot, a lot from city to city, from country to country. I couldn't wait to get some money to travel, you know, some money. I remember my first trip to London. I didn't even use technology, you know, like Google Maps or something. I had the map <laughs> that London map. So it old was school. like <laughs> old school, but really... I don't know it was different you know than having everything mm -hmm. here already it was it was a bit challenging you you were connecting with your with your gut with with yeah with your sense of orientation it was super cool super cool love it um all right so three years as a digital nomad um yeah. let's go to the beginning what was like the actual part so your story let me go back Your story is really connecting to my kind of all right so okay super it's growing me yeah I've been in Australia uh, for two and a half years try to make it up as entrepreneur I hustled I did everything that I could do sell everything that yeah whatever and then it's kind of hit me okay first time that I sell like a product that I used to sell so hard either in a mall or just walking door to door I sell it online that was like it strike me like I I made the same amount of money it's like 95% less effort everything digital so from yeah. there I knew that in some point I have to move like everything have to be digital I cannot work so hard and be like so dedicated in a location in Australia as well we moved like we chose to go on sales and do door-to-door yeah. -door stuff because we could move and travel as you do that now when we started sell online, Like things changed completely, like we chose the track, and we chose like what to do and everything, and you don't need anything except of like the mail and stuff like that, just to shoot it up, yeah. so this kind of thing like changed me completely, and we put ourselves like I put myself as a target, and later on, but I made my fiance Lydia, we like completely switched out the the idea of like working and you know in a place or whatever it is. We start to plan how we're gonna work completely remote, how we're gonna get it, how we're gonna be like a digital nomad like even before the term was actually a thing. yeah, 
So, yeah, so obviously we worked hard. We started as a writer and just we moved on and become like professional in a, a marketing, SEO and stuff like that the past, I don't know, almost a decade. And yeah, digital nomad is like a thing, right, that you can't believe that you are doing it until you do that. <laughs> even the small step, right, yes. the small step of finding a remote job is not like the actual thing when you're completely on the loose and you don't have like, your house, your things, your sofa and your bed, just moving around and, and working while you do that. Um, for me, it's like, it's a life changer. Absolutely. It is. Um, tell us a little bit how, I don't know, how it did the first step. Okay. What was the, oh, the was, thing that pushed you in? It, it was really hard. Huh? I mean, it, I don't know how to explain this. It was hard, but when, when, when you have this goal, the hard thing is not like super, super hard. Okay. It just, it's like ripping a bandaid, but it felt, ah, oh, I had to do it like progressively. Okay. So I had to, uh, I'm like, okay, I'm really doing it. I'm, I'm doing it. I am this person now. Okay. So I started like, first of all, starting selling my things, you know, I went to mm -hmm. like these uh, shops that were like um, selling them for you. I put on Facebook everywhere. Hey, guys, girls, whatever. I'm selling my paintings, my clothes, everything, <laughs> decorative objects. I was selling everything. Like my house turned into almost nothing. I was donating everything. And then I was like, you know, okay, choosing the destination. Let's do this. How am I going to do this? <laughs> Um, I, I was literally, I had like a, the, it, it was like an ongoing panic attack because I needed to have like really good <laughs> and really like, you know, because I told my managers, I'm like, look, I am unhappy. I have everything. <laughs> I have everything. But at the same time, I'm longing to something else. I'm this, everything that I have is not what I need right now. I feel I feel the need to go there, you know, and here I have nothing that ignites my soul, you know, so I, I really yep. have to go. I want to, I want to go, you know, and I, I was doing a great job so far and I still am. So they were like, okay, if, it, if this really makes you happy, go for it. So I, I started planning everything and, you know, like it was on my mind, like, okay, I need to have everything in place because people are trusting me right now, you know, are trusting my mm -hmm. journey. And I really, I really need to, to somehow meet some expectations in the sense that to continue to yep. do great my job and everything and uh, not to disappoint. I mean, it, it was a huge pressure back then, but it, it, it was how it was, you know, to get things moving and, and to have this lifestyle per se. I mean, Okay, I was taking the pressure. I was taking the, the. I was leaving that place that I lived for for six years. You know, I lived for six years in that apartment, and in the last, wow. uh, the last year before I left, I redecorated everything. I talked to the landlords and I say I want to do a complete makeover of the apartment. I want to do it my style, and they were like, "Yeah, okay." And I'm like, "I'm gonna use some paint, you know. Do you prefer some colors? No, no, we trust you." So I made it like pink pink balcony separated by some uh, white stuff and then the whole house was yellow okay but a really cool yellow so i did everything to to kind of like set it for myself to, 
this make mm -hmm. makeover for myself to live there. And I swear to God, like I swear, the moment I put like the last decorative object down, something inside of me was like, okay, your mission here is done. And I'm like, what is this? What, what do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> and uh, so I was like, yeah, okay. And then in a few months, my life turned completely upside down and I had to leave it. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I, I, I did all this and now I'm leaving. You did all this. Yep. And I'm like, yes, I'm leaving because it, it doesn't matter. Let, let's, let's call it a creative project, you know, but an, an apartment makeover should not keep you from going actually yeah. after what you want, you know? So yeah, I, it, it was, it, it was amazing. I, I cried. I cried so much. I was crying <laughs> so much. I was crying so much. I was like, wow, this is so beautiful. I can't believe I'm here. I, I was like a baby, you know, I was like reborn. Being next to the ocean, just uh, waking up, doing my coffee, the air, the sky, the sun, oh, the birds, you know, no, I was like going, going cuckoo a bit because of all this beauty. It, it was amazing. It was amazing. Your yeah. first destination was Tenerife, completely. Yes. yes. Yeah, like okay. Yeah. And tell us how why you chose Tenerife and I don't how know. You chose Tenerife. Yeah, just like I that. Don't I don't know. It's just like it. It. I think Tenerife came to me. To be honest, Tenerife came to me, and I said, "Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna visit you." <laughs> and <laughs> and when I got there, to to be honest, it's it's such a high vibrational place. That that it it's it's like a mirror, you know. It 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 shows you who you are. I don't know how to explain this in the sense that I, from all the places, I realized the the beauty and the the how how magical I, islands are in general, you know, especially the ones that are not super populated, mm -hmm. or at least some spaces of the island that are not populated. It's something really special about about them. You're in the middle of the ocean. You're like on a piece of land in the middle of the ocean. And water itself is a very healing element. And it, it's mm -hmm. a very creative element of nature, you know. It, it brings creativity. It invites introspection. And it also like helps you move stuff because the waves are continuously moving and you're around them. So you move. You move inside of you. You move outside of you. You, you move. You move. So it's really healing it's it's quite healing to be in 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 such beautiful places and with this raw nature oh my god i have this theory no I, I, it's crazy i have this theory that i mean i encourage personally i encourage uh, going to therapy everyone going to therapy but i think the first and foremost like the 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 main disconnection that happens even before you start like having problems or your nervous system not being in place is because we're disconnected from nature. I mean, to be honest, I was sitting there admiring everything and just living there. And for the first time, I, like for, for a few months, I didn't feel the need to, to, to climb any business success ladder mm -hmm. i feel like i was the ladder i was on the ladder i was like you can't get any better than this what what ladder what are you talking about you know <laughs> like this is like the, being here being existing here you know this is not, the top 
Exactly. You know, so it it, how, it it turns everything upside down in your brain. To be honest, it how long how long have you been there? Like, have you lived? <laughs> I keep there? going there. I have. A, I have. Yeah, a, yeah, oh my, I have a a huge community there. If you can imagine. I went last year, no, uh, two years ago, and I went last year as well and stayed for more months. And I, I have friends there. I connected to so many co-living places. <laughs> Now even co-living places are writing me, hey, can you pay us a visit? Like new new uh, co-living places. Hey, can you pay us a visit? Maybe we we'll make some photos. Maybe you give us some tips about like, and I'm like, oh, I would love to have fun there. <laughs> But every day, everybody thinks I'm living there, you know, everybody I'm living there. <laughs> so tell us a little bit like where exactly did you live? I lived in, in Tenerife. Uh, now I'm gonna say it and everybody will know and everybody will move <laughs> We're gonna censor it. <laughs> I stayed in a city in the south. Called in the south El- of Tenerife. Yes, called El Medano. Um, it, it is one of the most beautiful cities for me. Because it's still, it has this African, because it's like really close to Africa. It has this African uh, vibe somehow. It's like mm-hmm. this Flair. Yeah. desert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really cool. And it's a surfer's and kite surfer's paradise mm-hmm. because of the wind. It's super, super windy. So a lot of people who practice water sports are, are going there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's my favorite place to be. And when I want to like take a little vacation... <laughs> <laughs> vacation from the vacation all yes. right when i want to take a little vacation i go to the to the north where it's a bit more chilly and like um it, it's a bit um i'll say it's more green you know it's like greener it's it, nature is beautiful i do Landscape. a lot of hikes there yeah yeah and then i come home it's it's <laughs> <laughs> I even took once I took a few days to go to like this <laughs> resort in the north, you know, like I, I went to the hotel to relax because everybody thinks we're relaxing. But but when I stayed in my home in El Medano, I was working, I was cooking, I was cleaning. So it's actually like you have a life there. It's not yep. it's you have a life there. You're I was doing everything alone, so I needed to disconnect somewhere that I wasn't doing all these chores, right? So I was going to this resort in the north, <laughs> in the hotel, and then, yeah, no, it's it's crazy fun. It's super fun. Yeah, well, being a nomad, I mean, we're just living the same kind of, me too, right now, we over here in Guatemala, we're living the same kind of life, uh, we're doing kind of, the same kind of thing, just with better view yeah. for us, much like, much less, you know, expensive. Uh, for the matter of it and, how are the prices in Guatemala I always wonder um, yeah so Guatemala is kind of in the middle of, of Central America uh, a little bit cheaper than let's say Mexico uh, in some places city is really expensive uh, it's really expensive uh, I personally didn't enjoy the city as much we stayed there for like two months but not really uh, over here in Atitlan is like pretty cheap for us like at least Um, we're paying something like six five hundred five hundred dollar five hundred fifty pretty much a a month for rent we're living in like a, a nice we have kind of our own floor over here okay. um and it's really like one minute walk to the laguna and stuff like that other than that prices are really cheap like you can absolutely live under one thousand dollar like that no no actuals 
you know, uh, uh, trouble over here and we are living pretty good. Uh, issues okay. is that internet is not like the best. I've um, heard about this, yeah. Yeah. Um, still, Guatemala is really far like behind Mexico and Costa and Panama. Uh, in a matter of Central America, I think like there are more, you know, in the, in the, I know in the bottom of uh, you know that the idea of nomading and internet and going this part because you know, it's, it's an important requirement. This stable Wi-Fi. Yeah, it's, absolutely. I mean, especially if you're doing a job. I mean, if if you're like um somehow a freelancer and you can do your job in your own pace, like you have to write or everything. I think it's okay to just you know find some internet to deliver an email. But if you have like eight hours. Uh, that you must spend yeah. on internet. I think it's a bit like a shift. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. It's tricky. It's tricky. Yeah. Yeah, I can tell you that. Like two, two, three days ago, it was like power break completely. Like we didn't have power at all, all day. No internet, no power. And it wasn't only in our village. It was all of the villages around Atitlan Lake. So we're talking oh about, God. yeah. Like few kilometers of people without power for almost twenty four hours, you know, um. So yeah, it's kind of crazy for us as well. Like we we didn't do like we didn't know what to do. I almost like went and took a tuk tuk just to charge my phone, and oh, like wow. that was <laughs> that was my best solution for the situation at the moment. Or like we Maybe actually some power generators. I don't know. Yeah, uh, really hard to find it over here. The only one that you're gonna find. Probably gonna be like plugged to the ATM, so people can actually withdraw money and spend it on the market. So it won't affect the businesses. So this is the only thing that add electricity for twenty four hours, pretty much, like the ATM. Just it. Oh, wow. <laughs> this yeah. is insane, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, great that I have my team, and they actually like took over and and helped me with everything. So. We survived this one, but yeah, that was kind of one of our, you know, final decision decision that yeah, Guatemala is great. We love it. We love the culture. People are amazing. Like, I cannot imagine that it could be in like other places, other country. It's not the same as Mexico. Like, people are so I don't know, just amazing. Um, but it's kind of gave it the final note that. Come on, that's it. And uh, we need to continue. We're gonna spend like few more months over here to say goodbye to Guatemala properly, and yeah, either Costa, either Mexico is next. Okay, nice. I'm I'm looking yeah. forward to see where where uh, life takes you, or where you <laughs> take your life. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. <laughs> love it. Um, let's go back to Tenerife. Um, tell us about Tenerife. What is like the cost of living? What you should expect when you're going over there? I don't know because it really depends. Um, it depends on how you want to live. You know, first of all, it depends where you're going because there are obviously some um, cheaper places, but they're maybe not that close to any like uh, important city or. But if you have a car, because transportation is, in my opinion, is a bit of an issue. I have a driver's license, but I don't drive. I prefer to like to spend money on like the accommodation that I had um food um ingredients because i was cooking a lot and uh water activities you know uh, water sports activities and hikes and Mm -hmm. everything of the sort so 
renting a car was so not you're more spending and yeah, so you're more spending on attractions yeah and, because like, i'm i'm alone yeah mm -hmm. i'm alone so basically i really have to calculate my my budget wisely like prioritizing my needs and mm -hmm. one of my most important needs is well i'm still i'm still trying to find the balance because it's gonna be probably impossible to maintain it at this level but um having this job in particular where i need to focus a lot and and to think a lot i need quiet you know mm -hmm. if i decide to listen to some music okay but i i, I can't have uh, stuff running around you know like in the background because it's 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 gonna probably kill me <laughs> so yeah. i i choose <laughs> the the accommodation where i can stay alone you know i i stay alone and then after work i go and meet with people because mm -hmm. i also need my my alone time in the sense that i need to recharge but i'm of still course. working you know on 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 this because it's, it's, it's nice. I mean, it's nice to have some people, you know, and to, to share everything and to, I don't know, to return back home and not to be extremely alone. But I'm still working on yeah. that, on that balance, you know, like to, to have me time and also like uh, spend time with people. And of course it depends. Uh, it depends on the people and who you resonate with. It's like a important factor. Mm -hmm. So I would say, you can't live below 1000 euros per month and if you want to like have the good life so to say if you want to kind of like do whatever you want maybe maybe around 1 1500 2000 even because because it's 2000 yeah because it's getting it's it was before like an unspoken unwritten digital nomad hub and it kept like you know it ruined. yeah 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 people are coming there a lot uh prices are going up i'm not saying it's not worth it i'm just saying that it's 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 the tendency right now you know like so yeah. they're going up they're going up and but yeah if if you're, right. if you're okay with sharing the house you know if you're sharing the house, sharing the the expenses, sharing the gas, sharing the sharing everything, the car and everything, I think you could like live really okay. Or you can you can just go to hostels. There are like a million. You know, you can you can you can do a lot of stuff. You can do a lot of stuff. It's it's very mm -hmm. versatile. You can you can talk to people and actually tell them like, look, I have no money. <laughs> I have no money, but I want to live here. Can I do something? Can I help you with something? Can I? And, and th there's always going to be a solution. You know, there's always going to, there are some extremely cool concepts that are building now in Tenerife. I, I was catching, so to say, the, the beginning of them. I was actually uh, talking to people and discovering them. And there are like really cool places that you can live and not spend all your money. You know, it's, it's okay. Mm -hmm. It depends on the level you, the, of, of comfort. So let me go back to Tenerife over here with a fun idea of Australia for a second. Can you actually find woofing over there? Like working for your living a couple of yes. hours a day and yes. still be focused on of course. other things. Yeah. Of course, but it, it depends how much you you need to work on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. But you can negotiate that and and yeah, I mean if people if, are pretty if, open for it, you Yes, mean. yes, they are. 
they're 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 nice people they're they're people who how, how can i say they're um they're people who are, who are willing to to discover new cultures mm -hmm. and they're super happy to get a helping hand they they're also growing like they have a lot of fincas over there you know farms and banana, banana plantation and all these things and to be honest it's it's really cool to be around the around these people who know so well the land mm -hmm. it's like uh, i i think personally i think it's a miracle you know this kind of island <laughs> a volcanic island a volcano yeah volcanic island with over 300 volcanoes to be able to provide food i don't know it's it's crazy you know it's really <laughs> crazy it's crazy and and i i was always every week going and taking uh, doing my groceries from the farmers from the farmers market oh, yeah. amazing amazing and i recommend everywhere you go 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 to the farmers you're helping mm -hmm. local cu culture i mean I, i think we should be a bit we all should be a bit like humble because this lifestyle indeed it's not for everyone and may maybe not everyone can have it and if we have it we shouldn't you know go around and taking planes all day and doing all these things we should really like try a bit this slow traveling this eco traveling investing in local people's markets in products uh it's it's also also nurturing for us but it really yeah. helps the local culture i mean if you go there do your best you know to respect everything that's that's happening there and don't go all crazy with consuming just you know try try to because you're more there for the experience, you know, not to spend, not to, you're, you're mm -hmm. for the culture. Even, even when I was traveling before on, on vacations, you know, uh, before I had this lifestyle, I never went with the tourist mentality because the, the, in my opinion, having a tourist mentality, you go and spend money exactly on those expensive objectives of each country. I'm mm -hmm. not saying they're not to see. It's okay to, to be curious about them and see. But it's it's so different when you go like, I, I'm going to pretend I'm not there for a week. I'm going to pretend, let's say I move there and I have to integrate in their culture. How would my attitude towards their life and my life there would be, you know? So you, you're, you're, you're acting completely different, completely different when, when you put yourself in this uh, scenario that I yeah, want. In the mindset inside the culture i don't want to be outside and just superficially discover like their coolest things no i want to know their problems i want to know their good things i want to know <laughs> how they produce this i want to it, it's 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 something else it's something else i i really connect to it because over here in guatemala like you cannot feel you cannot like not go in anywhere over here in Atlanta and see the culture you know that the dresses the colors even the art on, on, you know, on the graffitis and stuff like that, everything talking about the culture and the Mayans and like, they're really proud in like, you know, the Mayans culture, the old thing that they're still like, you see things that I'm, I'm actually going crazy. They're still doing the same thing as their forefather, like 2000, yeah. 3000, 5,000 years ago, used to do the same thing. They're washing in the lake. They are like washing their clothes over there. Like the way even they carry, you know, when they work, you know, we are living over here and everything surrounds us is like, you know, a kind of a coastline, the Lago coastline. It's not like, yeah, close, but yeah. And first line is the farmers. Like you have a lot of farming, ladders, stuff like that. 
So you can even see them like carry and working the same yes. as the symbols of the Mayans, which is, it's crazy it's amazing. amazing. Yeah. And it, it touches and you. It touches you in, in, exactly. in a very different sense. It's like it, it brings, it, it, it wakes, wakes up something in you, you know, it just, oh, I want to, I want to be part of this. I want to be here. That's, I want to. That's exactly know. it. Yeah. You know, and this is why it's so hard because we actually thought of, we, we said, okay, we've been in the city two months. We're going to be in uh, Atitlan just to fill it up for one month. And we're probably going to continue to Costa or Mexico. But we like, we fell in love in Atitlan. We, we cannot actually leave it right now. So we extended in three months. We said, whatever, it's still like cheap. We can leave it. It's all good. Nothing like to, we're not chasing, uh, nobody chasing us and stuff like that. And yeah. over here in Atitlan, it's only like because of, like the 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 you know the rent the landowner over here of the apartment, Pedro we love him to death. Like this guy is taking care of us. Like we're his children. He's turning oh. us around. He's like taking us to the market with a tuk tuk and stuff like that. So anything that we need is like you know helping us. Really we actually cool. for the first time over here in Guatemala for three months. We only only now we kind of start to connect to the culture because we're more connected to them. Like they actually dress into the Mayan culture, the coffee, the chocolate, like the cacao, everything that they're doing over here. They're cooking. Oh, beautiful. So yeah, uh, connecting to the culture maybe it's one of the most important things. Um, all right, tell me more a little bit about Tenerife. What? First time going there, what should I know? What should I, first thing, what should I do? Oh, admire. <laughs> It's beautiful. Admire. <laughs> admire, first thing. I mean, for, step, for, for me, I did. Step back and breathe for a second, yeah. Just yeah, look. cry. Go there and cry. <laughs> Go there and cry. I, I, I did diving, for example. I, I received a surprise. For my birthday, for my roomie, and so we went diving. I was terrified, like destroyed, because that that's the, that's the thing, you know, when you're living in the city, and you're kind of like disconnected to nature. Okay, you try to offer yourself some uh, nature experiences, but they're like five percent of living with all the nature surrounding you and becoming like an ocean kid, for example. You know, it's you 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 disconnect and you start like going weird in the water you know so i was like terrified like i was i i had the feeling like from five to five seconds that i'm gonna lose my breath i'm gonna die there and i was trying to work with my mind you know okay come on we're not it's it's, it's okay these people know what they're doing etc and when i finally managed to relax like maybe in four 30 40 minutes <laughs> which i was already exhausted in the uh, underwater like i was exhausted i just relaxed you know i just something happened and i just relaxed and i was seeing the little fishes and i was like oh my god that that underwater life i was feeling weightless anyway so it was kind of like a serenity everywhere surrounding me i was like floating and i had no had no not notion of space and time i was just I was water, be water, my friend. I was water, you know, <laughs> and just swimming with the fishes. And I was yes. showing the instructor. She she was doing this for like forever, you know, since forever and all her time. And I was like, look, have you seen these fishes? Oh my God. Mm. And then I was like completely exhausted. And, and I, I got out and I cried again. <laughs> I, <laughs> 
So I definitely, I mean, for the little courageous ones, I definitely would recommend a little diving session. It's amazing. Um, maybe a little surf class. Uh, you can go, you can go uh, in, this you must do. You should go on a hike in Anaga. It's the their rural, rural UNESCO protected uh, national park. It's 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 the dream. So yeah, yeah diving, so... surfing, Anaga. Mm -hmm. All right, driving, surfing, Anaga. What other scenes are are there in Tenerife other than like beach and Agada? You uh, you you have like the in the south. It's more like so. It, it's it's more like water sports uh, oriented and they have also like some uh, some areas some some little villages cities where it's it's pretty touristic and uh, they they throw a lot of parties and nightlife is happening and then you have the north which is like uh, super it it's it's more like you you have also cultural events happening there because it's um santa cruz uh, santa cruz de tenerife is like the the biggest city on the island and that's where things mm -hmm. are happening i actually went last year to a digital nomad fest there in june so i attended a digital nomad festival yeah, it was right. so uh, cool yeah it was mostly tell in us, spanish it was mostly mm -hmm. in spanish but i understood so uh, people there were like talking about all kinds of interesting subjects from like technology, you know, from the, the things you need for work, for your, yeah, for your daily work, like devices, stuff like that, into how does this impact like uh, the, the globe, you know, how, how, how is this like impactful on a larger scale? But it was super interesting. It was super interesting. Very cool. Very cool. Love I actually it. was Love invited it. to attend uh, at the end of last year, but I don't know exactly what happened. There was a little miscommunication and I was actually in another country. Uh, I was invited to speak to a uh, yeah. festival in Tenerife. Yeah, yeah, to have my moment. But I don't really know what happened, <laughs> to be honest. But to, I, I'm sure there will be more opportunities in the future. Absolutely. Yeah. I, can, I can already see it. No worries. Um. Yes. <laughs> And yeah, islands, islands in general. I found uh, the end of last year, actually I knew it from uh, two years ago, but I rediscovered it, a little gem of an island um, next to Malta. It's like there, it's, it's Malta. And then it's like this little island. You take the ferry boat from Malta and you go there. It's called Gozo. And it's still like um, untouched of uh, developers, so to say. But it, it will probably be extremely um i don't know maybe, maybe there will be some constructions uh made mm -hmm. in the future there but for now it's still a untouched, untouched. Yeah, it's beautiful it's beautiful it's so you have cliffs tall like 100 meter tall cliffs you have the most beautiful sunsets it's just gorgeous you know it's it's a little gem it's a little gem yeah and I also, Beauty. it was also one of the coolest uh, places I've been. All right. Yeah. Um, tell us what, uh, what you plan for 2023. Uh, for 2023, I plan some things. 
that will facilitate the digital nomad life. I'm dun, hoping. Dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I can't say too much right now, but I have like um, two ideas and one of them, it's already like a bit of work in progress and I'm hoping to have it at least like one step further. And the other one, I'm still testing it out. I'm still uh, writing stuff down, etc. I, I I will travel, obviously, but I want to be very mindful when choosing the destination. I, I don't want to go just because I don't want to stay, you know, I just just to move. I want to be very mindful about um, about where I'm going. Also, because inflation got us all in a position that's yeah. like very hard to manage. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it invites us to be creative. You know, I myself know how many deals I have made in my trips. Like I used my skills in every possible way, you know. So even even in Tenerife, I found like at a certain point, I really needed some extra money because accommodation was very expensive, my accommodation. And I wanted to do some things. And I actually found a project to do somebody's website, you know, to um, he wanted his project to migrate from uh, from his old website to his new one and also wanted like to uh, to have a bit of copywriting, to have like the information structured better, like more with the essential and put all together super nice. But it could it, it could be easier, obviously. Um, but if everybody will will trust their inner power and if anybody like knows what they want this year, everybody will get it <laughs> as it was <laughs> in the beginning. Yes. So that's the plan to to get some things for, for my nomads <laughs> going to have a little extra help. I want to publish more episodes and take more interviews of lovely people. I am hoping to meet you guys in person. Yes. Soon and uh, then you will be my <laughs> guests for my show. Absolutely. Uh, this channel, be a pleasure. Thank you so much. This channel has the purpose actually to become like a little video guide for digital nomads, you know, where you can have find everything. You can have, find inspiration. You can find maybe some little recipes, you know, like on the go, healthy and like uh, quick. You can find sports. Okay, you're abroad. So what is the equipment that you have? Oh, I have like a stick. I can find the stick. Okay, let's do some exercises for, for the back and so on. You know, like everything that, that can come in handy when you're there and... Uh, you're out of ideas and you're focused on something else. Love it. And did I mention to follow? Yes, I mentioned. Okay, so follow her, subscribe. That will be great. Uh, of course, a lot of value going to be like in the next couple of months, right? Yeah. Um, beauty. Um, final note for our viewers. What yeah. would you say for a digital nomad that just started a digital nomad that is kind of in the, let's say, first year, and a digital nomad that is like on his way to expert even. Um, <laughs> give us your pro tip for each one of them. I, I will I will probably um, have the same ad- advice for everyone because I know how it feels. <laughs> and uh, I, long story short, I would literally say, feel the fear and do it anyway. Do it with fear. 
do it. Go do it with fear. fear. It's my Love greatest it. motto in life, yeah. And don't forget that uh, our mind is designed to protect us. It's, it's, it's what it's made for, to protect us from possible danger. But if you educate it towards your benefit, you will find heaven. Yeah. And uh, slow travel. Eco travel, slow, slow travel. travel. Don't <laughs> mess around with planes all day, okay? <laughs> let's, let's, let's protect the nature. Let's, and be very present, okay? Just go there and take your moments to just, you know, breathe and just look at everything around you and like, you know, what you're witnessing. It's, it's a great privilege that nature lets us be in the middle of it. It allows us. I always, I, when I'm next to the ocean, for example, I always think to myself, this ocean can rise whenever it wants to rise, you know, but it, it's not <laughs> happening. It lets us be next to it, you know. So always have this in mind, okay? Love it. I, I think it's, yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. That was really pumped up interview. I love the energy. Um, obviously, guys, I'm going to say it again. Follow her. A lot of great content coming follow in. Follow these guys. They're doing yeah. so many cool stuff. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Tune up. It's going to be there soon. Good um, things are coming. Good things are the absolutely coming. And um, that's it. Canada Talk Show. Thank you, everyone, uh, for joining a little bit Tenerife. A little bit of inspiration as a digital nomad. And thank you so much again, Irina. Um, have a good one, everyone. See ya. Bye.